Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I hope you are enjoying your holidays so far. I spent way too much for Black Friday. (laughs) That's what happens when you go into a new apartment that needs to be furnished and you just can't control yourself once you get into a groove. (laughs) It's coming along very nicely, I must say, but Andrew and I did have a bit of anxiety over the spending that (laughs) we did to prep this place, but no regrets on my side. He probably has some regrets, but that's okay. We talked about it. We figured it out. We told each other to stop. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know if you're that type of person who has control when it comes to Black Friday or doesn't have control. I'm usually the person that doesn't buy anything. And Andrew's the person who makes a list all year. And then on Black Friday goes a little crazy, but I think he went a little hard this year with our new place. Anyway, um, the I want to talk today about the importance of being present and being present with your partner, especially so that you can improve your sex life and your sex frequency. A lot of guys will be like, I don't get why she never wants to have sex, um, especially because she says how good it feels after we have it. And this is really common, not to get off track, but this is common because most women have a responsive desire, meaning that she doesn't just randomly get horny. She needs to have something to respond to. And if there's nothing to respond to, she doesn't get horny very easily. Um, She still can, but just not as easily. So she may not even realize that also, because there are women who are like, why don't I do this more. Like, why don't I? So she may even question herself, not realizing she needs more connection. She needs more things that make her feel desired or connected to you. And in which case, if she had more of those things, she would crave sex more frequently and then be ready for sex when you initiate. So anyway, like I said, not to get on a tangent with responsive desire versus spontaneous desire, but I do want to talk about Um, being present and what that can look like. It can look like different things to different people, different couples. This is why it's important to talk to your partner about, you know, when I'm present with you, what does that look like? What does that feel like? What are we doing? Don't be afraid to ask questions like this because these types of questions actually get you pretty interesting answers and probably more answers and more effective answers than you ever got in your relationship. Because so many of us are so used to communicating so generally and we'll be like, do you like our sex life? Yes. Okay. Then why don't you ever want it? You know, and then we go into this emotional place that just either puts our partner in defense or pisses them off and it doesn't get us anywhere. We don't learn anything. We don't 
Um, we kind of just shut each other down at that point. So point being, you want to get into a habit of asking more intricate, more specific questions that maybe you're like, oh, well, that's kind of weird. It's only weird because you don't do it. And once you do it, I promise you, you will have more comfortability in your relationship because you'll know your partner so much better. And with that comfortability comes, and those conversations comes connection. And with that connection comes more desire and ability to react to each other sexually in a very natural way. So rewind that if you got to listen to that point again, because it really is about how often you're you're connecting with each other in a present way to make you feel like you're understanding each other and therefore you're taking action on what you what you understand so when i said that presence can look like different things to different people or different couples it's being present for for one couple could mean talking about your day and giving each other a recap and maybe that's that feels very like you're you're in a present moment with each other, you're connecting, um, and you're actually listening to each other. You're listening to what you have to say about what happened that day, and you feel like you're really just focused on your partner, and your partner's focused on you. Um, being present in another way could look like maybe you're you've been working in your office or something, and you come out and you see her walking around and you look at her, you make eye contact and you smile and you grab your coffee and you go back in your office. That's a moment of presence. I know it may not seem like a big deal, but it is a big deal. Like there have been moments where I've consciously sought out eye contact with Andrew when he comes out of his office or our office, but when he's in it in meetings and he comes out, um, I, I seek to make eye contact with him. And sometimes, every once in a while, he doesn't make eye contact with me because he's in his zone or whatever, which is fine. Most of the time, he does. And he gives me that little smile. And I smile back. And we don't have to say anything. We don't have to spend any time together. It's just a moment of presence. It's a moment of connection. And with enough of these throughout the day, you you feel more bonded to your person. You feel more connected. You feel more desired. You feel more like just wanted by them in a way and it makes it much easier to connect intimately when the time comes and and work is done and the day is done and you have time to really actually sexually and intimately connect Um, because there have been all those point of contact or point of presence I should say points of presence so that's another example is just a simple gaze and smile all right And you don't have to do this every single time. I'm not saying that, that you always have to every time find a way to connect. I'm just saying there are many ways to do it, to be present. And some of them are take a split second. All right. So I'm just saying this to help you realize it doesn't take a lot of time. It just takes presence. Presence and presence does not have to be a great amount of time. And that's another misconception in a lot of relationships. They're like, well, I couldn't give her enough time. Most of the time, it's not that you couldn't give her enough time itself. You couldn't, you didn't give her enough presence within the time that you had. And I was sharing this with a client the other day that, um, that you can be watching a TV show or movie together for two hours and sitting there next to each other or even cuddling together. And it, you won't feel as connected walking away from that as if you talked about, the the state of your relationship and how grateful you are for each other in a 20 minute conversation 
Like it is very possible to walk away from that 20 minute conversation that that either entailed gratitude for each other or even solved a conflict together, like had a hard conversation together and came out of it strong and and in a loving way, that can create so much more connection than sitting next to each other watching a movie for two hours. So see how it's not about the time frame. And of course, different couples require or feel like they need certain amounts of time to feel connected, and that's okay. But the majority of the time, it's more about presence than it is about time. So in the time that you're spending with your partner, what are you doing to actually be present? What are you doing to actually engage with her? That's the thing you want to start paying more attention to so that you can maybe even free up some of your time and increase your connection with your partner both together at once. So wouldn't that be cool, right? And that often happens when you come to this realization. But something that helps you come to this realization is once again, going back to what I said first, talking to your partner about what it means to be present. Like when do you feel like I'm really present with you? And how, in what ways do you feel like I'm present with you? Or if you don't feel like I'm present with you, what ways do you think I could be more present? These are such good questions. Rewind this episode and just write down all the questions I'm giving you as examples because like I said, you'll learn so much about your partner, about what it means to them to be present. And when you could be present and then you ask them, like, does me being present make you feel more connected to me? Chances are that answer is yes. And connection more frequently equals more intimacy. It just always does, guys. It's almost never a thing where a couple is frequently connecting in and present with each other and building a strong um a strong connection and a and a strong bond and then their sex life suffers that's not that's not common okay um and if your sex life is suffering like you should be able to talk to it and fully understand why if you actually are being present in and spending that time with each other to get comfortable in these conversations so um Let me give you another example of being present because one of them was like in conversation, right? Engaging about having a time when you catch up during the day. That's a conversation of presence. Another example is walking across the room and making eye contact and smiling. That's another moment of presence where you're building a connection, right? You're like in that moment connecting to your partner intentionally. Um, Maybe another example is you're, maybe you're not with your partner, but your version of being present and connecting with them is, hey, babe, I was just thinking about this and it made me think of us or it made me think of you. And I just hope you're having a great day. And it's a text message like that. Okay, that's a moment where you intentionally thought of your partner and then spent time to reach out to your partner and let them know about that you're thinking of them and, and that you hope they have a great day. Okay, that's a moment of connection. Um, it's, it's another moment of being present, even if you're not actually with your partner. So I want you to use these three examples. Pick one. You know, don't, don't overdo it. Don't, if it feels like it's too much, pick one and just try it out this week. Try it out this weekend and see what that does for you. Um, I encourage you to ask one or more of the questions I gave you in terms of examples. So pick like one to two questions and then pick one of the actions and make that your weekend homework. And just see, like I said, what it feels like. 
see what her reaction is like. And that will give you a good glimpse of like, wow, if I do this more, my future, our future together could look a lot more connected and I could see us being more intimate because most likely you will be if you do this. So I hope that was helpful. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. And I will talk to you soon. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.